listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 AM to 9 AM, the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome back, everyone, to Catholic Chicago. I'm Vince Girasoli, filling in today for Father Greg Sakowitz. Um, I'm not even going to try to tell a, a funny joke, because he's the king. And uh, all I can do is just say some of the jokes he's told me in the past still have me laughing. Uh, you're listening to WNDZ 750 AM. If you have any questions for us today, you can reach us at 312-255-8408. Also, we are streaming live on YouTube. Our YouTube channel is Catholic Chicago. You can... Uh, Click on us there and watch us. And if you like it so much but you can't finish, you can click on it again later in the day and listen to us then. We are talking about the Catholic high school entrance exam. Uh, if you're an eighth-grade family and you're uh, thinking about a Catholic education next year, these are the dates to remember. Um, registration is already open, and the exam is going to take place on Saturday, December 5th. It's the recommendation of the Archdiocese that you take the exam at the school that your student hopes to attend next year, and you can uh, learn more information uh, by logging on to schools.archchicago.org. Um, we've been visiting with a couple schools this morning, and now we are going to uh, stay on the north side and go to the largest all-girls school on the north side, and that is Resurrection High School. And joining us from there is Laura Dennis. She's their admissions director, and Dr. Rick Powarski. He's the principal. Good morning, folks. How are you? Good morning, Vince. Thanks for having us. Oh, it's, good morning, Vince. Great, thanks. It, it, it's good to be here with you today, and um, we were talking about how nervous some families can be when it comes time to take the entrance exam. Everyone wants to do well. Everyone wants to, you know, they, they want to go to that school that is their school of their dreams. And, and if you could give some advice to, to help the families breathe a sigh of relief or relax a little bit, what's the advice you'd offer? I think this is absolutely the number one question that we've been getting this year. Just because of all the unusual circumstances with students, uh, some being remote, some being in person. Uh, but we've just been telling our students, number one, do your best. This is just a piece of the puzzle when it comes to entrance and placement into high school. So don't feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulders. This is just one piece that we're looking at. And I know from our school's perspective, we're looking at the overall picture of the students. So this is just one day and one test. Don't put an extraordinary amount of weight on your shoulders. And uh, I've heard Dr. P say those same words to students who are worried about testing into honors level courses or are worried about test anxiety in general. Uh, Dr. P, how many students do you have at the school? Right now, I've been to a 460 young woman. And let's talk about the fact that, <clears throat> excuse me, please. Uh, let's talk about the fact that it is an all-girls school. There is so much data out there that shows when young women learn together, they actually overall tend to tend to do better not only in high school but beyond Absolutely. I think, that's and I think one of the, the defining elements I think to on all women's education particularly at resurrection is that our young women from the very first moment they step foot on campus taking that entrance exam to the day they cross that stage at the cathedral to receive their diploma they see women they see themselves people who have their same joys their same struggles taking on a variety of roles from the very first moment, from leadership roles to trying out for sports to trying new things to really 
uh, very literally putting themselves out there. It's a, it's a no-hold-bar situation, and they get to do that amongst their peers and, and their teachers and, and administrators who, who believe and buy into that 100%. Uh, Laura, of course we want to hear about academics. When you're choosing a school, you want to think about academics. But what's impressive about what you offer at your school is this combination of faith and service beyond the academics, and that's really a hallmark of uh, the education at Resurrection. I think from most of our perspective families, it's a large part of why they choose our school. Uh, and education is something that, you know, I think we've learned you can get online if you need to, but there's something about the faith and service aspect of resurrection and being in the halls with people who feel committed to the same kind of service opportunities and giving back to their community. There's something that's irreplaceable about that. And if we've learned anything from remote learning, it's that the, the in-person, the community aspect. And the opportunity to give back is something that uh, our students want at the, at the age of 13 through 18 and that we can provide them with to build them up as, as young women and to send them out into the world to continue a path of, of service. Dr. P., what has impressed you about how your students who, even though we're limited in our environments right now in being able to serve others, what's impressed you about how they've still been able to forge ahead? You know, Vince, there hasn't been a, a single interaction with any of those young women where they have felt like this was a limitation. Was the hybrid learning or was the COVID, was it, was it kind of a barrier in some ways? Perhaps. But they never took it from a, a, a position of defeat. They were always, all right, Dr. P, we can't go here, we can't do that, but how else can we get this done? So let's brainstorm. And they led the initiatives. And, you know, you can't go to the soup kitchens, but we can certainly bring in soup to the soup kitchens. We can't you know, go to the libraries and read to students, but we can do a book drive and bring them books, things like that. So I think I've been impressed. And it's impressed because I knew that they would rise to the challenge. I was impressed by how they just took it full force and with very little uh, poking or prodding, they kind of just jumped in and did it, and they're, and they're, they're rocking it out. There are at the school, Laura, it looked to me like four different um avenues for study from advanced placement to honors college prep to college prep, and then also college prep with support? That's true, yes. We, we literally have a program for anyone. So whether you're a high-level student who is interested in our honors placement courses and our AP courses uh, in, in your upper years, or if you're a student who requires more support or a student who is on the general, normal, you know, traditional track, we have a level for everyone. So um, again, that's just a part of this entrance exam is just giving us a sense of where you fall into that spectrum of learning and how we can best support you. And whether it's with our ranking program that offers supportive services throughout the school day or if it's in our honors level courses that challenge our girls a little bit more. Uh, you have a, there's a program called the Mother Celeste. Um, Mother Celine. Mother Celine. I'm sorry. Mother yeah. Celine Scholars Program. Right, and our yeah. mother, Celine, uh, Dr. Pete can probably tell you better about that one. <laughs> and that's a story background, too. Wasn't Mother Celine your original, she was one of the founders of the school, correct? Is that she it? was one of our foundresses, right, from the Sisters of the Resurrection. Yes, and I think one of the, you know, uh, the Mother Celine program is, is one of the many things to do, and I think part of what I want to stress, really, is, and we've seen this in the hybrid setting, where you can get education anywhere, but resurrection, we're committed to formation. And I think the Mother Celine program, our Rankin program, our stream program, our business program are all really hallmark examples of our commitment to the parents, to the young women, that when you come into our school, 
our priority is to help you as a 13-year-old, 14-year-old young woman figure out what about you is special, what about you is unique, what talents do you have, and then what of our programs, our many programs, are there to support that young woman and that discovery and that exploration of who she is, what God has made her to become, and then kind of explore that in these different avenues. And the, the Mother Celine program is really one of the, the Hallmark programs, but it's also, it's also you know, Stream is, is a tremendous program we have, our business program. Really, um, I, I argue that there's something for every young woman um, in the north side of that school. Well, you both mentioned Stream twice, and it was on my list of things <laughs> to talk about, so let's do it. And it's science, technology, religion, engineering, art, and mathematics, and how those all come together uh, really help enrich a student. You know, absolutely. So there's been a lot of talk in the education world for years now on this idea of STEM. Um, but working at Resurrection, our focus has really been science and tech, engineering and math. Those are all great things. But if they're not done in connection, in unity, if they're not integrated meaningfully with who we are as Catholics, if, if, if our faith isn't the driving force, it's also done in a vacuum. So the STREAM program is really our intentional four-year integrative program where a young woman goes through the entire gamut of the arts, the sciences, the humanities, and takes these variety of courses that are really hands-on, project-based, instructional, designed to help her create problems, uh, help her create solutions to problems. So um, if, if water quality is the concern of hers, there's courses that we can offer that kind of help her through chemistry, through biology, through whatever else, to design sort of an apparatus to assist the community with improving their water or advocacy. If they're interested you know, in, the, in the advocacy side, well, maybe science isn't her thing, but maybe advocacy is. So perhaps she'll take some courses at Res in the humanities that will help her, you know, work with community groups to advocate for policy changes when it comes to safe water, clean water. And that's just one of many examples that the stream girls um, are, are doing right now. Well, that's actually something we, uh, carrying on themes that we have seen come to us even directly from the Vatican, is that we're responsible to, for being stewards of our planet and incorporating yes. religion into the sciences is a perfect way of moving forward uh, with that type of education. Well, Pope Francis' encyclical really is one of the guiding documents that we've incorporated. Uh, part of what I think I love, I mean, I love everything about resurrection, but one of the things I love the most is that our faculty administrators are constantly going back to the drawing board. And we looked at STREAM last semester, as a matter of fact, before COVID even struck, and we thought, how could we be more meaningful, more, more intentional in incorporating components and cyclicals so that it makes sense to these young women without kind of, you know, going in front of them and saying this and this and this, but kind of showing them how components to those encyclicals and to anything else really in our church come to life and action. And I think that has been really a game changer for so many of them. Uh, every school has um, academics. Uh, every school has its desires to you know, graduate students and, and help them go on to college and, and, and live a productive life. And, a, and at your school, you put so much emphasis on faith and service afterwards. But in the moment, there are also times at school to enjoy. What are some of, Laura, what are some of the, uh, the traditions at the school that students look forward to and that actually you as a, as a greater community look forward to watching as well? I think we've seen some of those already this uh, this fall. Our students enjoy uh, the pep rallies, which we've been able to replicate virtually this fall, and typically we're able to do in person, and uh, they you know, bring our school community together, provide an atmosphere of positivity and celebration for the, the different accomplishments of our students. I think liturgy is a very important and uh, a very uh, a touching moment for our students. I know some of us as staff members 
have said, uh, when we sit there with all of our students in liturgy, uh, you know, it'll bring you to tears just to see the sense of community and the importance of celebrating liturgy together. So those larger community events where we can all be as one are, are usually sort of the foundation of the school. And again, we've had to replicate some of those virtually. So we've done a, a virtual liturgy series. We've done a virtual pep rally. Uh, our senior events are always extremely important to that class. And we've, we've been able to replicate those in some ways, too. Our senior tailgate was able to happen where our students were, were in our parking lot, although socially distanced and masked, they were able to still be together. So it's those moments where our students can come together as a class or we can come together as our full community and, uh, and really participate in something together that's so is, meaningful to our students. Isn't that so important? You know, so many of us have, you know, do you put the brake on everything? What can you do? How can you do something and and still continue a tradition but take the precautions you need to take? And, you know, gosh, I bet as educators you feel the same way. I, I think some of the people who have been most challenged by these past <clears throat> seven or eight months have been young people because there are all these these moments in their lives, the, the, these milestones that, that we want to see them go through, they want to experience, and and. They've had to miss out on some of them, but also you've come up with creative ways, like you've just described, on how to make sure that, that they go on. Wait, you know, yeah. I think one of those, again, I think before COVID kicked in, I don't think we realized just how important these milestone events were, things like homecoming dances and proms and graduation and baccalaureate. But I recall last year when there was all this talk in, in the school communities about not having graduations and alternatives. And I remember talking to our then president, Sister Donna, saying, Sister, I don't know, we're going to figure something out. I, we are not mailing these young women their diplomas. It simply is not going to happen that way. So I don't know if it's the IDPA, ISBE, who's ever office it has to be. We're going to craft a plan so that in some way, some fashion, some component, these young women will cross the stage. And it's also because of their parents. You know, and I stepped back and I realized these young women are also disadvantaged now because of the COVID. But it's also the men and women, their, their, their parents, their guardians, their grandparents, their families, who have sacrificed incredible It's uh, incredible a moment. Things. It's a moment so for everyone to celebrate. <laughs> and, and you've come up with a way to uh, make it happen. Yeah. So that's great. So we are talking about the Catholic High School entrance exam this morning coming up on Saturday, December 5th. We've got more information coming your way and a little bit more information also coming from the folks at Resurrection High School. Stay with us here on Catholic Chicago. Charity's Celebration of Giving is underway, and we need your help more than ever. Now in its 73rd year, the Celebration of Giving was started by a group of adoptive parents who wanted to buy gifts for children who had not yet been adopted. This wonderful idea spread at Catholic Charities, and last year, 25,000 gifts were given to people who would otherwise have nothing to open Christmas Day. Our online partners make it easy to donate toys. Gift cards are so appreciated by teenagers, too. Gather your friends, family, colleagues, and neighbors and join this huge, awesome outpouring of kindness that is filled with the spirit of Christmas. To learn more, visit catholiccharities.net slash celebration or call 312-655-7401. Thank you from everyone at Catholic Charities. A Catholic faith-based education enriches both your mind and your heart. Academic standards are strong and so is the feeling of community. 
96% of our graduates go on to college. If you think a Catholic high school education is for you, keep these dates in mind. Registration is now open for the Catholic High School Entrance Exam, which will take place on Saturday, December 5th. Students should take the exam at the high school they hope to attend next year. For more information, log on to our website, schools.artschicago.org. Catholic Charities staff members work every day to end poverty and homelessness. We do this on a one-to-one -one basis with anyone who asks for help. We also work with organizations who study these issues across our city, state, and nation. The Wilson Sheehan Lab for Economic Opportunities, or LEO, at the University of Notre Dame is one of these research centers. Through our partnership with LEO, Catholic Charities has gained valuable insights into scientific evaluation methods that determine the most effective interventions to help people avoid poverty and homelessness. Along with our experience and compassion, Trusted Research is helping Catholic Charities offer hope and so much more to anyone in need. For more information, visit catholiccharities.net. Welcome back, everyone, to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ Radio, 7.50 a.m. If you have a question for us as we talk about the Catholic High School entrance exam, 312-255-8408 is the number. Uh, you can also uh, log on to YouTube and watch us on our channel, Catholic Chicago. Uh, we are talking about that entrance exam coming up on December 5th, and we've been visiting with Laura Dennis and Dr. Rick Pawarski. They are both from Resurrection High School. And uh, let's talk a little bit now uh, about uh, tuition and tuition assistance, because just because there's tuition connected with the school, if folks are worried about counting their pennies, that doesn't mean there is not assistance out there for them, correct? Yeah, that's yeah, right. We, we have significant uh, um, Dr. ability Dr. to provide uh, financially for our families who, who, who need that support to, to make resurrection education a reality uh, for the young woman. Um, what, throughout the year, how have you seen your students as, as we come up to this point? You talked about it a little bit before. Meet the challenges of this era of how we're studying, how we're distancing, but how we're also dedicated to the principles of, of faith that you instill in these young women as they study at your school. I think we've seen it in, in all of these reinventions of things. Um, the, just the, the participation in the day-to-day -day activities, of course, is one thing, but the ability to support each other in this environment is something that I've never seen before. Uh, you know, students recognizing that this is an anomaly, this isn't a, a typical school year or a typical world. And uh, what I've seen that's really stood out to me is as our incoming freshmen entered our building this fall, and in addition to being nervous and new and in an unfamiliar environment, they were also masked and distanced and, and set up to experience high school in a much different way. And I've seen our sophomores, our juniors, our seniors, really step in and take them by the hand and guide them into the school and into the community and make them feel a part of things, even though they've had all of these physical obstacles in the way. Uh, again, it's something that I've never seen before, never thought I'd see, but it, it really says a lot about our current students and what they've gained as students, that they're able to welcome in a new part of our family and make them feel like they've been there all, well, those all along. Well, those caring gestures that stay with them for a lifetime, I mean, the Caring doesn't just come from nowhere. It comes from being in an environment that fosters that. And, and uh, that's what so many people would say about the 
choices they're making when they when they choose a high school. Uh, you have also been uh, making sure that people, if they can't get to the school physically, they can tour it virtually. Correct. Absolutely. Uh, we've we've done our best to provide every opportunity for families and prospective <clears throat> students to experience our school in, in a way that's com- comfortable for them. So we have been providing uh, small group tours, and by small group I mean individual family tours so that people feel comfortable uh, to, to distance and be masked, but uh, also to see the school with their, their parents, um, with their family members. We've had grandparents come through with students and experience what the school is actually like, get a real feel for it, because there's, I always say there's just something about stepping into resurrection that, that really will change your world. <laughs> and uh, we then provided opportunities virtually, too, recognizing that for many people it's not possible or comfortable to leave their homes right now. So we offer a 3D tour of our building, so you can sit on your computer and feel like you're walking the halls of resurrection. And uh, then we also have a virtual open house. Which, which gives you the same feel of a tour being provided by one of our students and uh, exposure to every one of our academic areas, all of our extracurricular opportunities and our athletic opportunities, as though you were attending an in-person open house. And you are, uh, one, you are one of the locations where on December 5th people can take the Catholic High School entrance exam, correct? Absolutely. At this point in time, we are registering students to take the test in person and remote. So whatever a family feels comfortable with, they can indicate that on their entrance exam registration. And uh, again, at this time, we're prepared to offer both. If the situation changes, we'll of course be you know, in contact with any family who has registered their daughter. But uh, right now, we're allowing students in the building. They'll be safe and comfortable, and it'll be very similar to the way that we're, we're holding our classes right now. So we'll have a small number of students per classroom Every student will be temperature checked when they enter. They'll be asked to use hand sanitizer. They'll be masked. Uh, but it will be a, a safe and comfortable environment where they can take the test in person. And that's, if that isn't an option, they can take it in the comfort of their own home. Uh, that's good to know. And real quick, Dr. Pivorski, you have students that come from, uh, I think, 100 different private and public grammar schools that, that choose resurrection. Vince, that list is ever-expanding, and it's simply amazing. We're so excited to be able to to broaden and expand our our reach into the the broader Chicago community because, really, what we offer at Resurrection is a holistic education where that young woman is the center of our action, and the more that can can attend, the better for all of us. Well, I have to say, just sitting here listening to both of you, uh, as we're talking about the high school entrance exam and about your school, You've really been able to give us a good sense of the community uh, that you offer at Resurrection, but also this this idea of faith and service, a great education, but doing something with your education and with your faith as they all come together. Um, I really want to thank both of you for joining us this morning. We've been talking to Laura Dennis. She's the admissions director at Resurrection High School and Dr. Rick Pibowarski, known uh, by so many people as Dr. P. I can't imagine why. (laughs) (laughs) Had I known in kindergarten, Vince, how difficult Piovarski would be. You know, my first day of teaching back in 2006, I was a Spanish teacher at Marist High School, and I was insistent, it's Mr. Piovarski, Mr. Piovarski. And one kid was like, 
Can we just call you Mr. P? And ever since, it's just been Mr. P. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure if you have any additional questions for Dr. P now or for Laura Dennis, you can just contact the school. Uh, you can find them uh, on their website at Resurrection High School. Thank you so very much for joining us and for helping our listeners this morning know a little bit more about getting prepared for the Catholic High School entrance exam. It's been a joy speaking with you both. You too. Thanks, Vince. Thank you. Thank you, Vince. Likewise. God bless. And remember, if you are an eighth grade family and you're getting ready to uh, prepare for a Catholic high school choice next year, the Catholic high school entrance exam is taking place on Saturday, December 5th. You'll be able to take the exam at the school that you hope to attend. Uh, you can contact those schools individually, but the best place to start is by going to our website, schools.archchicago.org. There you can get all the information you need about taking the tests there in person, but also the schools. Some of the schools are offering options uh, to take them at home, as you've heard today. It's different from school to school. So just a good starting point is to go on to the website schools.artschicago.org, and that should point you in the right direction. Uh, my name is Vince Girasoli. I've been trying to fill in for uh, Father Greg Sakowitz this morning, um, and it, it's not easy because he makes it look so easy. Uh, but uh, my thanks to him for uh, uh, offering a great example of uh, how to sit behind the microphone um, he's going to be back here on our next edition of Catholic Chicago. I want to thank each and every one of you for joining us this morning. Uh, we're going to have some glorious weather over the next two days, not typical for November, uh, but uh, enjoy it while you can, because who knows what's just three days away. Uh, once again, thank you for joining us on Catholic Chicago. I'm Vince Girasoli. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.